0: Premier Christian Newscast. Hello and welcome to Premier Christian Newscast. Five years ago, two suicide bombers targeted Egypt's Coptic Christian minority in twin deadly attacks on church services. The Palm Sunday blast in 2017 left 45 worshippers dead and more than 120 injured. For this week's newscast we're diving back into the Premier Archive to bring you a fascinating and tragic documentary exploring the impact the Palm Sunday bombings have had on Egypt's embattled cops. Premier's Eno Adeogun travelled to Egypt to make this on an early anniversary of the atrocity and we're really pleased to share it with newscast listeners now.
1: On April 9th, 2017, while Egypt's Christians celebrated Palm Sunday, a calculated and deadly plan was put into action. It was meant to be a day of praise, a day to remember when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey and crowds shouted, Hosanna! But it ended up being a day where people shouted in anguish, horror, fear and anger.
2: Two churches
1: were targeted by suicide bombers, St. George's in the northern city of Tanta and St. Mark's Coptic Orthodox Cathedral in Alexandria, an ancient centre of Christianity. The coordinated suicide attacks took 45 lives from Egypt's Coptic Orthodox minority and left at least 126 injured. The Islamic State group claimed responsibility for both attacks, just as they had for the 2011 church attack in Egypt's capital Cairo, when a suicide bomber was able to enter a church and kill 29 people as they worshipped God. ISIS vowed to liberate Cairo and threaten Christians across the whole of Egypt. It wants a foothold in Egypt and slaughtering vulnerable Christians is for them one way to gain this. Everything was calculated about the attacks that day, the date, the time, the location and the targets. I've traveled to Egypt to find out more about how the church community has coped since the attacks. Are Christians living in fear or are they able to stand firm in their faith despite the danger it brings? I want to know just how dangerous it is to be a Christian in Egypt. (laughs) Coptic literally means Egyptian and most Christians living in Egypt identify themselves as Coptic Christians. I'm on my way to Alexandria, the seat of the Coptic papacy, to visit St. Mark's Church where the suicide bomber exploded his device outside the church's gates. So we've had to park near to the entrance uh, of the street St. Mark's is on because security officials want to see our passports. Um... uh, Okay, right, okay, I've been told I'll get my passport back when we return, hopefully. <laughs> um, but, and it's, it's perfectly reasonable, you know, for there to be this much security. I can see uh, that we're going to have to pass through two metal detectors before we get into the church compound, uh, on the church grounds, that is, which is what the suicide bomber uh, would have done before detonating his bomb, Uh, because he couldn't get to the church, which I can can see ahead. Looks like it'll take about a minute or so to walk to. I'll soon find out. Eight of the 18 people killed in the explosion were members of the church. One of those was two-and-a-half-year-old Lucinda. A small church has been built in the compound, soon to be dedicated to her. Inside, using a translator from Christian broadcaster Sat7, I spoke to Father Keralios Fatai. So, you know, we were outside even before we have stepped in, um, meeting someone, and he, you know, he welled up, he was very emotional. Mm. How is Father feeling so close to the anniversary? Mm. There are many
3: things
2: that uh, I feel after this event. God is the God of life. He takes life whenever he feels, um, whenever the, the time for it. If the whole world uh, gathers to take someone's life, but God, it's not God's will, then it will never happen.
1: Pope Tawadros II is the leader of the Coptic Orthodox Church. He was actually inside the church when the explosion struck, after leading worshippers in Palm Sunday prayers. Had the terrorist been able to make it past the gate, he may not have survived the attack. Father Karelios also had a close call with the suicide bomber that day, which for him is confirmation no death takes God by surprise.
2: I was personally going out of the church with my car, driving out, uh, only three seconds before the bomb was detonated. Even though this uh, this incident was very terrible and it left us emotionally vulnerable, but we believe that uh, in the Bible and in the verse in the Bible that says uh, everything works out for the good.
1: Father Karelios is a calm and gracious man, expected given his position in the church. But I was taken aback by how calm he was recounting the day and talking about the looming anniversary of the attack. Was he afraid? No. Could it happen again? He said, why not? Will there be any extra security on the anniversary or is the presence of security just going to be the same as it is, like how it is today? the security just got
2: a little bit more than last year. Yeah, the street was open last year, but this year it's closed. Even though this incident was terrible, but um, it triggered uh, a lot of repentance among the people. A lot of people came back to the church and a lot of people repented. Even the ones who had uh, lost their loved ones in this incident, they say that they have experienced God in a different way and they can feel his presence in their lives differently than they, than before they had a different experience of God.
1: 33-year-old Mary Edward had been married to Karim Gattas, who was 43, for just one year and eight months before he was literally torn away from her forever she's shy and won't allow me to take a picture of her as she only wants to serve the church alone but before i speak to her she gives me a small card with her husband's smiling face on it in between jesus's arms the virgin mary and an angel can you tell us a bit about what her husband was like
2: he was a very normal man he wasn't over spiritual he lived a normal life. He visited his mom and dad. He served in the church and he attended Mass, but his heart was in, in, uh, in heaven. They always attended the, the celebrations, the church celebrations here in the cathedral and that the Friday, like yesterday, the Friday before the prayer week, they came to this church and they saw there was a lot of security and she was asking him, I'm wondering why there's a lot of security here, why are they securing the church so much, and he told her that the church is targeted, and she told him, how do you know that, did you get that information from the internet, but he told her no, and you will also be the um, wife of a martyr.
1: Does that give her any comfort knowing that he might have already had this feeling that this could happen. Before he died, he used to
2: encourage her to, to say to her, if I die, if anything happens to me, I want you to go to the church and serve. I want you to go to the Father Augustinus and ask him to serve and to help in the church. Uh, if anything happens to me, I want you to go out into the church and serve. What happened was they were praying in the church and uh, he, wa- he was going in and out of the church because of his work is only uh, very close by. And then uh, when he, they came back to the church and after the prayer was finished and the prayer for the, um, there is a special prayer on Palm Sunday for people, uh, Um, it's like funeral prayer for everybody because the church doesn't pray on people who die during the during the um, holy week the church doesn't hold funeral prayers so what happened was uh, he attended this prayer and then he uh, told her to wait for half an hour because she's pregnant two and a half months pregnant and he told her to wait so she couldn't she she wouldn't be pushed and shoved by the crowds so I asked her to wait for half an hour for him to come back he went he came back after half an hour and they went outside the church and they were standing next to the uh, shop the selling the stationery they were holding each other's hands and they were talking to his um, his brother's wife and this happened and
1: so they were next to each
2: other they were holding each other's hands
1: Karim didn't survive and neither did the couple's baby Mary was two and a half months pregnant when she suffered a miscarriage as a result of the blast. How has she been coping since with this? You know, she had a double loss. You know, mm-hmm. Please say I'm, you apologise for her loss as well.
2: She's good and not good. and um, But God sends her a lot of consolation, especially during the fasting. And she doesn't want the fasting to end because she feels that the consolation will end. Because Jesus sends her a lot of consolation during that time she didn't feel angry, she just didn't register it and um, there was a public sentiment among the young people saying that "Where is the next church to be bombed, and we're going there mm. and she was al- she would always hear it and she would always say it with them and all that, but she never realized that one day she would be part of those
1: people so is it difficult at all for her to be to continue coming to this church you know, you know having that a, a constant reminder of where her husband died.
2: She says, I like to do the things that we used to do together and we used to come to this church together. So I like to come to this church and do the things that we do together. It gives me pain, but it also gives me consolation.
1: This is a faith worth envying. Mary's only been able to stop physiotherapy recently after four operations to remove multiple shrapnel wounds in her stomach and body. And despite this, her faith in God is stronger than ever. She tells me she envies the six Muslim bystanders that were also killed as becoming martyrs. They've taken a crown she would have loved to take herself. It's worth mentioning, the suicide bomber actually killed more Muslims than Christians in the attack. The four police officers killed were all Muslims as well. What are her hopes for the future?
2: Yeah. Um, my I hope is in service, the church service and nothing else. This my consolation is coming to church and serving. And uh, I, he, she, she says that she loved Karim very, very, very much and she al- only wanted to please him, only wanted to do his will. And she felt that God wanted to tell her that she should look at him and not to Karim. She, he wanted to lift her eyes up through this incident. Mm-hmm. To, like he took Karim from her to mm-hmm. tell her that he is the source of her life and service. Does she ever
1: feel angry? I don't mm-hmm. know about who, or, but is there ever that sense mm-hmm. of just just anger that she's lost mm-hmm. this person it obviously meant mm-hmm. so much to her
2: a lot of times and sometimes i ask god why he did this
1: does she ever a film she gets an answer
2: she finds that uh, Jesus calms her down, and um, she doesn't know how. She just feels when she's angry that God and Jesus sends her peace inside of her, that she can't explain it. Uh, sometimes she gets so angry, and when she asks God, then he opens her eyes into thinking that if he had survived, he would be um, like um, unable to walk or, or do anything. So he wouldn't be able, like Karim wouldn't be able to live his life like this uh, as a you know, like, someone unable to move or, or do anything for himself. So it would be terrible on him, terrible experience on him. So This gives her consolation also. And when she says, um... No, actually, I don't think mm. 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 Yeah, she, she's saying, ask
1: away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean... I I I wanted to, what do you think about asking if she's thinking about ever being a mother again?
2: No Premier
0: Christian Newscast Christian Newscast.
1: I've never met anyone like Mary before. She's brave, stronger than she knows and an example of what it means to lay down your life for Christ. Father Kerilios and Mary shared a sentiment about the bombing that is common amongst cops. To die for Christ and to become a martyr is a great honour. Determined to serve God alone, both shunned anger and fear and instead drew even closer to God. But what about other Christian denominations? How did they respond to the attacks? While Copts make up the majority of Egypt's roughly 9 million Christians, a growing number of people are evangelical. And services like the one I attended had exactly what you'd expect to see in a modern evangelical church. Charismatic pastor, cameramen in skinny jeans and a sermon packed with gas. For a church service, and it's packed already, and it didn't start long ago. Dr. Reverend Samehana has been an associate pastor at the church for 10 years, and its growth can partially be attributed to his way of attracting the youth to the church. While 1,300 people attended the first of three worship services that day, he expected the worship service for the youth to attract more than 1,400 of them.
4: I, I, I think the vision of the church uh draw many people uh, to the church, uh, get people attached to this church. Uh, because we call ourselves uh, church without walls. So we are not focusing on us, actually. We are focusing on others. So the ministry done outside the church walls. And uh, uh, we live for a bigger vision uh, than a church vision. And I think the, another uh, reason that we are a kingdom-minded, we are not a church-minded. Uh, So, um, everything we do as a church, uh, every resources uh, we have, we use it to enlarge the God's kingdom uh, on our country and in the MENA area.
1: Church attacks in Egypt have only targeted the Coptic church. But I wonder, how safe do other denominations like the evangelicals feel?
4: The mood is very, very good among Christians uh, who are living in Egypt not because the situation is good or or bad that is not the reason we have two kind of news earthly news which is very ugly very discouraging and i think in, in the west you get only the earthly news a bombing here and there uh, but uh, there is a heavenly news uh, when we know what's going on spiritually i don't know if you attended the service today or not uh, your uh, spiritual eyes we see things not everybody seeing we see things you are not hearing Uh, about it uh, whatsoever. You see the multitude coming to the knowledge of Christ from every background. So uh, this brings joy uh, to us. Plus faith, we believe in God. Like here, even during the revolution and after, during the Muslim Brotherhood, if you attend this church, you will see a crazy people shouting uh, uh, joyfully and enjoying, even though outside is very, very dark. But inside the church, when we worship God, we know whom we are worshiping. So uh, this is the secret behind the joyful uh, worship service.
1: So the pastor, he did in the sermon talk about the fact that Jesus said we would have, you know, in this world we would have tribulation. When, you know, people are inside church and they're joyous and they're celebrating, how easy or difficult is it to keep that spirit once they leave this building?
4: To be honest with you, this spirit was much, much more during this tribulation or, or tough time, more than today. Much, much more. I don't know if the Egyptians who are here attended or watched the service on Set uh, 7 or any worship service, how people clapping and, and, and joyfully during the, the most difficult time we went through. So, uh, uh, again, we know that everything is under his control and he promised us that he will deliver us from this. So we celebrated by faith. We didn't uh, 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 experience yet, but we know, uh, we know it, it's coming.
1: Here are the facts. Churches, religious leaders and churchgoers have been threatened, attacked and killed because of their faith in Jesus Christ. The threat is real. The question is... What can be done to prevent another attack? This is a beautiful chat. Very beautiful. During
4: the concert of Christmas, all the church is full food. All, all, all.
1: Father Botros Daniel is the head of the Catholic Egyptian Film Center. Now in its 63rd year, the center's annual festival itself is the oldest film showcase event in the country. It has become the Middle East version of the Oscars. Oh, so many Muslims
4: and Christians, Yeah, old. Uh,
1: Muslims come as well. Muslim
4: and Christian here and famous person, actor, actress, everybody Because
1: it's just such a, yeah. a wonderful Because
4: our they, always our mission for everybody, really.
1: So beyond uniting hopefully Egyptians through culture, how hopeful is he that perhaps he'll be able to also bring people to Christ as well I if bit him bit for
2: it is important of course but he sees that uh, being the image of Christ like he is when he um, it's usually that uh, uh, non-christian girls or veiled girls uh, they are usually uncomfortable around priests but with him it's the completely the opposite they always run to him and they want to they tell him how much they love him and they shake hands with him and they talk to him and they want to be around him sometimes when he's with a famous actress they leave the actress and they go to him to say hi because they feel comfortable in his presence and they ask for his prayers and they come here the famous actresses come here to light a candle in the church uh, a lot of the times he sees them and he takes photos of them um, because this is important to um, and he quotes the bible uh, that uh, doing the good works so the people can see the god in you
1: while you're doing the good works it's true The smiling man in front of me has become somewhat of a celebrity. Dressed casually in a sleeveless jumper with a shirt underneath, he could almost pass for a George Clooney lookalike. But creating a platform where Muslims and Christians can celebrate common achievements together isn't celebrated by all. he's saying
2: yes there is a few who are close minded and they call him they say oh instead of spending all this money on a festival why don't you just give to the poor and he answers that they already give to the poor and this we don't we don't spend money on this festival and uh, also it helps to give the message out to a wider audience like a priest could say his message in his church or the pope could say a message to a few people but through an actor or an actress who is loved by many people they give the message stronger and um, to a wider uh, audience
1: For us in the West there's a picture that's painted of um, being a Christian in Egypt is it's like treading on a minefield that it's just so dangerous is, is, does he get that feeling as well that no. the portrayal of Christianity in Egypt is, mm-hmm. isn't being done well I, I
2: personally walk on the street wearing my uh, official Franciscan costume, and I walk all the way from the television building all the way here on my on my foot, and no one ever harasses me or talks to me
1: in any any bad way.
4: The, the,
2: the
1: Muslim Brotherhood were the ones who caused the attacks. So maybe, unsurprisingly, the news we consume about Egypt doesn't fully reflect the peace that Father Botros experiences. But after not being able to attend a Palm Sunday service due to security concerns, I'm aware it's undeniable that the possibility of another church attack looms in the air with every officer I pass armed on the street, every metal detector I walk under and every unanswered question I have when questions focused on security arise.
0: So I am Megan here. I work in the church and you work in the church eight years Yes. and I was born in Garbo City
1: I've traveled to Garbage City in Cairo, a slum settlement filled with mountains of, you guessed it, garbage. The large population of garbage collectors, or zabaleen, are nearly all Coptic Christians and live here. But it's not the rubbish I'm interested in. I'm here like thousands of others to visit the monastery of St. Simon, which is also known as the Cave Church. Is it normally this busy? Yeah, no. No. Only only um a
0: palm Ah.
1: It's easy to understand why so many people would flock here. Beyond the garbage carved in the rock face of the mountain is Jesus, sat upon his throne surrounded by four trumpet-blowing angels. This is one of a number of fascinating and detailed carvings within the cliffs that include the Ten Commandments, Jesus' empty tomb and a scene from the Nativity. The cave church is the largest church in the Middle East with a seating capacity of 20,000. In fact, seven beautiful cave churches unexpectedly rise against the backdrop of Mokattam Hills. What made you decide to come all this way?
3: It's a good place and uh, he feel like blessed when you come to this place. He feel like blessed and uh, have a fun and it's an open area for a kids.
1: Hello. Hello. What's your name? Nina. And what's your name? Nuzirov. How did you find today? Was it fun? It was a good time. Okay. I've left feeling uplifted. Until now, I've been feeling a sense of hopelessness, not from the people I've spoken to, don't get me wrong. They were almost eerily hopeful, given the church being a target by extremists. Today, I got to remember that being a Christian also means putting your trust fully in God, believing that perfect love casts out fear. But that doesn't mean the issue of security in the country shouldn't be a concern for Christians and Egyptians as a whole.
4: You never know. Each Sunday when I go to the church, when security knows that I'm going to a certain church, there will be double security. But you never know. Like yesterday, I went to the church and I don't know what will happen. You can expect at any moment someone come with a bomb and uh, create uh, mass. So. Every day we trust God and we go and we don't know what will go.
1: That's Reverend Dr. Andrea Zaki-Stefanos, President of the Protestant Community of Egypt and General Director of the Coptic Evangelical Organization for Social Services.
4: One example example, Seos where we are here, this is, is established by the church in 1950 but became independent in 1960 as an NGO and serving 2 million poor people every year uh in area of development and microcredit housing agriculture and etc and serve muslims and christians without any discrimination based on religion
1: christians and muslims can and have lived in peace in egypt's mostly muslim land it's imperative to find a way to have the groups live safely side by side Sat7 is a Christian TV network based in the Middle East that broadcasts in Arabic, Turkish and Farsi. With 21.5 million viewers, its audience has increased by 76% in the past five years. Through satellite television, even people in isolated areas are able to hear about the love of Christ and the Christian vision for life and society, all from the safety of their homes. Here's SAT7's Egypt director, Albert Fawzy.
3: We, we take this seriously and we think about uh, all people who are watching now because the message of Christ is for everyone. Uh, and uh, many times we receive comments from people who are not Christians. And we receive them, we, uh, uh, we welcome them, even sometimes who will... Uh, send uh, hostile messages, attacking. Okay, we just uh, trying to be to react in the Christian way. We receive a lot of uh, atheism uh, questions.
1: What are some of the questions you get from atheists?
3: Most of them, they don't believe that God is uh, that, that God exists because of what they see with their own, their, own, their own eyes from uh, the hatred. From it's like God abandoned the earth. You know, this question is everywhere in the world. But it's here as well and uh, that you should, should be there to to say what we believe in how can we prove to them that no no God is there.
1: How many of us have questioned God's existence in times of trials? I know I have To tackle this predicament is nothing short of inspiring, challenging and bold. <laughs> One year on from the twin attacks on churches in Egypt, forgiveness, faith and boldness reigns. Egyptian Christians need our prayers not to stay firm in their faith, but for their safety amongst extremists. While Christians and non-Christians have and do live without the tension, I went to Egypt believing was everywhere. The threat against Christ's believers is real. No one should be killed for their faith. And inshallah, as both Christian Arabic speakers and Muslims said while I was on this trip, God's peace surely must reign.
0: that's all we've got time for on this week's newscast but don't forget to subscribe to this podcast in whatever app you use to make sure every episode is automatically available for you when it's released if you've enjoyed it we'd really appreciate it if you could review premier christian newscast on your app and tell your friends about us we're a new podcast and so we'd love to get the word out as much as possible thanks for listening and see you next time Premier christian newscast